Yet another session with the Crouch Man. Scott Crouch here, coming to you through the Internet world. You have to love it, have to love it. Opening day for the D-backs just happened yesterday, and what a thrilling game for the D-backs. D-backs won it big over the Padres, and what was really exciting, they had the roof open, and it was a glorious 70 degrees. Well, a little windy, so the allergies kicked up a bit, but a little bit tough. But as I'm sitting in this wonderful ballpark, I kept wondering what in the world is happening in the real estate market. They called it a sold-out game, yet I saw a lot of empty seats. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about what is going on in the real estate market. And what I mean by that, we hear a lot of foreclosures, we hear the word short sale, we hear banks going out of business, we hear... Uh, interest rates up, down, sideways. We hear home values going down. So I thought, what better way to talk about the market than to have none other than Steve Horn of Keller Williams Sonoran Real Estate join us today, a short sale foreclosure expert, been in the business some 10 plus years and is just knocking it dead with the whole short sale real estate market. So help me welcome Steve Horn. Steve, are you with us this morning? Yes, sir. Steve, tell us what in the world is going on in this crazy roller coaster world of real estate. Well, in the Phoenix market right now, March saw its highest number of sales in, in the last 36 months. Um, there was a Pretty huge increase, uh, 36 point, or well, about 36 percent increase in the amount of sales over the month of February. Um, this is the high, highest number of sales since July 2009. So, with with those numbers in mind, it gives kind of a false pretense. Yeah, we're we're seeing a high amount of sales, but these purchases are the low um, price median home sales, meaning these. The, the houses that are closing are going to be, you know, the seventy-five dollars to $150,000 sales. So we've got a lot of investor movement right now in the market uh, because obviously we're in a distressed market. Uh, so we've got a huge amount of investors coming back and, and purchasing these distressed properties. Um, a, a bank-owned property is a home that the seller no longer owns. It has been taken over by the lender who holds the note. Um, the short sale is going to be a home where the seller is negotiating with the bank to forgive a portion of the debt in order to avoid foreclosure. So, in essence, the bank is removing a huge amount of debt in order to allow the, the sale to go through. So, that's what we're basically dealing with in this Phoenix market. So, in the value of the sun, you say highest sales in March? Highest amount of sales. In the month of February, um, excuse me, highest number amount of sales in March, um, 36% increase over the month of February. And this posts the highest number of sales since July 2009. And typically the summer months are the highest month of sales. So we've seen a huge amount of investor flow into this market. 
So what are the investors thinking? They think they can just uh, buy them and, and flip them or, or buy them and hold? Or what do you hear the investors saying? Well, investors are going for the foreclosure homes that have been on the market for 7,500 plus days, the ones that have, haven't been uh, bought up that may need a little bit of work, may need a little bit of fix-up, or they're going straight to the auction house, picking them up at auction and then flipping them. So those, that, that's where the investor world is coming in. The, the first-time home buyer where, has been trying to take advantage of the tax credit. Now they can still take advantage of the tax credit. They have till April 30th to get under contract. On a, on a home, and they have to close it by July 30th to receive either $6,500 tax benefit or an $8,000 tax benefit. Um, now, what, so, what's the difference there, Steve? Steve, what's the difference between $8,000 and $6,500? What's that, what's that all about? Basically, the, the tax credit of $6,500 is just for your typical buyer who wants to take advantage, and the government is trying to pump more money into, you know, loans, interest rates, so they're, they're trying to motivate buyers to purchase right now. So you can get a $6,500 credit if you purchase. You can get an $8,000 credit if you're a true first-time home buyer, which means you haven't bought a home in the last three years. You can participate in the $8,000 tax credit. Well, that is fantastic. Well, sales seem to be on the upward swing. Let's put on our seller's hat for a moment. If I'm in a house today, uh, what do you advise as as an expert in the real estate market? I mean, am I holding it? Am I am I trying to sell it? And if so, how would, how do I go about doing this this short sale thing? Well, I just met with a couple last night who bought their house back in 1995. So they're one of the few people who actually have equity in their home. So they're taking a look at listing their house and selling it because they want to take advantage and purchase and buy low. And they've definitely got the the right idea. Um, the only issue is that they still want to get top dollar for their property that they currently own. So right now, when you take a look at, there's three different types of sales in this market um, right now here in Phoenix. You've got the regular sales, which comprise of homes, sellers with equity in their house. Uh, you've got the short sale, and then you've got the foreclosure. So right now, and as of March 2010, 41% of all sales were considered regular sales, 20% were short sales, and 40% were bank-owned uh, bank sales. So if you're a seller right now and you have any sort of equity, now is a great time to sell because you can buy uh, a distressed property, a foreclosure property for lower um, than true market values would normally hold. So what you do is you list your home for sale, regular, and competing with the short sales and foreclosures, generally you'll be able to get about 15 to 20 more thousand dollars for a regular sale than you will versus what a short sale or foreclosure home is going to sell for. So as long as you know that going into the, the sale of your regular property, um, you won't have false expectations. If you believe that you can get fifty to sixty thousand dollars more for your house in a foreclosure, it's just not going to happen because all the appraisers out there are still using their comps um, off of most recent solds. And the most recent solds in this market, you know, what sixty, seventy percent of those uh, are either foreclosures or short sales. So the appraisers are using in their appraisal values, bank-owned homes and short sales to determine value on their, on their, on their appraisal reports. So 
in this case, these guys um, wanted to get 300000 for their home. Uh, appraisal value for their home falls in around $265,000, uh, they're not going to be able to get 300000 and I'd be doing them a disservice if I listed their house for 300000 So we're going to go ahead and list it right around 285, 275 and hope, hope that we can get a buyer, um, you know, with a conventional loan to pay 275 for this house. They have about a 60-day window. If we don't sell their home within 60 days, chances are they're not going to be able to um, sell their property for uh, 275 and if that's the case, they're just going to sit and wait for this market to rebound. Wow. Okay, so a short sale then would be what, you just negotiating with the bank on behalf of that seller? Correct. What happens, and you can go to our website, shortsalesdoneeasy.com, and it'll tell you the entire short sale process. But basically, when you're taking a look at doing a short sale, let's use the example of, a median home sales price out here. Most median home sales prices out here are 175000 in the Phoenix market. So let's say that a person bought this property for $300,000 uh, and the home is worth one hundred seventy-five dollars or $200,000. So we're $125,000 short of what the homeowner could actually sell it for. So what the seller is forced to do based on their hardship position is secure a purchase contract for the true value of the home, which is $175,000. Um, they need to put together a hardship package or a short sale package, which is going to give the bank a financial picture of why they are in a true hardship. And what happens is when you hire our team, uh, the Steve Horn team, we're going to take the short sale package, secure a purchase contract, and we're going to take the package and the purchase contract to the bank and we're going to begin negotiations with the bank to allow them to cover the difference, the $125,000 difference that uh, is owed on the, on the property. Um, there are several different steps that you go through in doing a short sale. Um, you have to get assigned to a negotiator. The negotiator has to uh, order an appraisal. Uh, once the appraisal is complete, they take the short sale package, the purchase contract, and the appraisal, and they send that off to their investor, and the investor has to sign off on the fact that they're going to eat $125,000 of deficiency. If the investor agrees to do that, uh, the buyer and seller go to close, and the seller basically is off the hook for $125,000 deficiency. So fun wow. low process. Yeah, a lot of steps, a lot of, a lot involved. Uh, on our team, we have two in-house negotiators, and that's all they do is bang on the bank every single day to, to get these short sales through. Now, what Average. does that do to the seller's credit? I mean, uh, it sounds to me like if there's a deficiency of $100,000-plus, these sellers must be getting annihilated on their credit. On average, a short sale is going to affect your credit by about 150 points. So we've had clients who, because there's a couple myths in that hang around the short sales. Myth number one is that you have to uh, have missed payments or your mortgage payments for a short sale to go through, and that's just not true. We've had clients who have been current 100% on their mortgage payments, and the bank has allowed the short sale to go through, and their credit has only been affected by about 50 points. 
the more missed payments you have, the higher hit you're going to have on your credit. On average, a short sale is going to affect your credit by about 150 to 200 points, depending on how many missed payments you've had. If you've missed nine payments, chances are your, your credit score is going to be dinged by about 175 points. Now, take that versus a foreclosure. If you just give up and throw your keys back to the bank, your credit is going to be affected by about 300 to 400 points. You will not be able to purchase a home for a minimum of five years, um, and you have a foreclosure on your record. Short sale, you can repurchase a minimum of two years, but FHA, uh, the one government who's in charge of passing out government loans, they've already uh, reduced that requirement to zero. You can actually purchase a home if you have recently done a short sale if you have not missed a single payment on, on, your, on your short sale and you have a legitimate hardship of why you had to short sale it. The banks haven't started lending on that yet. Um, I forecast probably in about nine months, banks will start lending on, on those new FHA guidelines. But everything is changing in, in the credit world, and it's going to continue to change. Wow. So if I heard you correctly, I can actually do a short sale as a seller and, 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 and buy a new house and, and buy another house conceivably. Yep, we've got a client who fell into that situation. It's been six months since his last short sale, and he's been pre-approved to, to purchase. Many of our listeners, Steve, are, are actually you know, in the business. Uh, maybe they're in the field of real estate. What, if I could be so bold, made you flip your switch and go into the foreclosure short sale arena? Well, uh, about two, three years ago, um, when we started seeing values decrease <laughs> significantly, my main concern as a business owner was, well, if people can't sell and if there's a smaller buyer pool, um, how can I uh, succeed and be one of the top agents in, in Phoenix if I just stay with the status quo and try to sell traditional real estate. Uh, so what I had to do was shift my mindset to distressed properties because that's where uh, the Phoenix market was heading. And I started banging on the doors of banks to try to get foreclosure accounts. Um, I, I was successful in doing that with Chase and Bank of America, and that fed my real estate business for a good year because um, we had a high rate of foreclosures um, back in back in 08, 09, and that's all we were really listing was foreclosures. We would be listing about 80 homes at any given time. Um, the foreclosure market started slowing down. The banks back in 08, 09 were releasing a high amount of uh, foreclosures, and it was creating a huge depreciation rate in the Phoenix market. The banks wised up, started slowing down the amount of foreclosures that they were listing, um, uh, basically leveling off prices just a tad, um, but with the amount of bad loans that people are in right now, the short sales be started becoming more and more prevalent in the Phoenix market. So I took my foreclosures, which was a successful business. I, for I saw that short sales were going to become a huge part of the market, and I started up my own short sale division called Short Sales Uneasy. 
Um, and basically, as of right now, I had to hire a whole new staff to just manage the short sales negotiations. Um, we've got two full-time in-house negotiators, and like I said, that's all they do is they bang on the, the bank's doors. So to be successful, you got to shift with the market, and that's exactly what we did. We shifted to foreclosures. When we saw foreclosures leveling off, we shifted over to short sales. So right now, we currently have a list inventory of about 25 foreclosures, and we currently have a list inventory of 80 short sales. And we're negotiating 60 of those right now to close. 20 we need, you know, we need some contracts on. Well, that is unbelievable, Steve. So while many in the real estate industry feel that the market is too tough, too bad, you're actually, as some would say, turning those lemons and making some lemonade. Yep. You, you got to. <laughs> if you don't, you don't have your, your closings. And there's all my clients need help. I mean, most people are backwards in their home if they bought in 03, 04, 05, definitely. And they, they need somebody. And I might as well be that somebody who's an expertise in, in the short sale and, and foreclosure because that's where the market is. And if you're, you're not uh, if you're not in that game, you're, you're missing out because I'm taking all the business and so are other short sale agents around here. Well, I love the fact that, you know, you're learning-based in that you took everything that you knew, you put that on the floor and said, now let me climb an entirely new rung and ladder and take me to a place where I've never been. And today now you're one of the top realtors here in the Phoenix area. Just unbelievable. Great job. Yep. A lot of work, always, always learning. I've had to, I actually brought in a, uh, I've hired a short sale uh, coach who has bank experience, 10 years in the, in the loss mitigation department. And he is actually coaching our negotiators and keeps us up abreast with all the new changes that are taking place. So my job is one of the exciting things, Stephen, is trying to cut you off there. It's, it's almost as if you've created a business within the business of Keller Williams. I mean, how, how does that work? What does that look like? Well, that's, that's what Short Sales Done Easy LLC is. We went out and created our own corporation within the real estate business. And so now, um, you know, we've got a – it's basically a negotiation team within the real estate business. And that's how we market it. And when we go to the banks, you know, we, we're just not some realtor calling in and doing one or two deals. We've been able to develop relationships with higher-ups in, you know, Bank of America, in Chase. So if we run into a stumbling block, we, are, we have a direct number to vice presidents, um, inside people who help us get deals closed. So um, the amount of volume that we're doing has really increased our leverage with these banks to get these short sales pushed through. I think in, in April this month, we're going to close uh, 17 short sales. And, you know, there's some negotiators in, in within, say, Bank of America. They may be working 500 files each, and they're happy if they close 15 out of their 500 each month. That's a good goal for them to do. And we're we're beating that as an individual team each month. Just that is we yeah. That's tremendous. Steve, you know, we've talked earlier sessions about how important the mind is, how important it is to have a vision 
kind of know where you're going. What what drives you? We know that all successful people have this this optimism and this this zest for goal attainment. But what what drives Steve Horn and the Horn team? I'm competitive as hell. I don't like getting beat. <laughs> uh, I used to play football. I always wanted to be the the best. Uh, when I came back to Arizona, I, my I was a teacher and football coach, and my goal is to be the winningest football coach in Arizona and I just didn't have the patience for it um, switched into real estate and my goal is to be the number one agent in in Arizona and every day I just it's it's in me I hate getting beat uh, I hate the bank telling us no we don't take no for an answer with the bank so it's it's just a whole competitive mindset that I have I mean my my long-term goal is to be able to have a real estate business that runs itself so I can do the things that I've, I'm passionate about real estate, but my true passion lies in, in coaching football. And, you know, here in, in 10 years, I want to be a head football coach of a high school football team, and my, my real estate business is going to lead the way and give me the opportunity to do that. Well, my understanding is you also have some video blogging going on or something on the sorts. How, how's that working out? Yeah, we, we do video blogs every single morning, um, and we post on on shortsalesdoneeasy.com. You can check that out, uh, or the Steve Horn – well, actually, it's just www.stevehornteam.com. Both of those sites are going to lead you right to our video blogs. There's going to be about uh, 15 video blogs that you can check out, uh, some of them discuss the myths of short sales. Um, I do a every Monday. I do Mad Statistic Monday, where all I do is talk about statistics, um, market stats in the Phoenix market as they relate to short sales and foreclosures. And uh, it's a great, great informational tool for you to use, whether you're a realtor or whether you're a, a seller who's has some questions. Maybe you're starting to fall behind on your mortgage payment, want options. Um, you know, you can all track those options through our through our website and in our video blogs. So, if I'm a real estate agent, maybe just getting my license, coming into the industry, what advice and strategies would you encourage me to do, Steve? Learn, and the only way you learn is to you know find a company that's going to teach. Uh, I've been with Keller Williams for over 10 years. It's a learning-based company. Uh, that's where I started. Um, I also, when I first started in real estate, I paired up with one of the top agents in the Phoenix market, Mike Mendoza, and I wanted to be the best. I wanted to learn from the best, so I joined up, and I was on his team for about five years. So mentorship, when you're just brand new into the real estate is absolutely critical to becoming successful in your real estate career. Nobody can do it alone, and if you think you can do it alone, you're wrong. Um, so I would say find a strong company that's going to teach you. Uh, join up. Be mentored by an agent who has done this before. Um, you don't have to recreate the wheel. Uh, that's not what real estate's about. Real estate is about educating your clients to the best of your ability, and you do that through resources and creating leverage for yourself. Um, so joining up with a team is a great avenue to take um, when you're first starting out. 
Well, Steve, uh, you have the video blog. It's short sales done easy. Uh, I'm assuming that you're on Facebook. We just look up Steve Horn, or do you have a fan page? Uh, we've got a fan page, uh, Steve Horn Team. You can type that in. Horn is spelled H-O-R-N. Steve Horn Team. That, and I'm assuming that you're probably on Twitter as well out there somewhere. Correct. Yeah. And what is that address? Do you know right offhand, or is that just at shortsales.com? Yeah, you can link that through um, the short sales done easy. That sounds fantastic. Well, we've heard a couple of things this morning, and I really want to appreciate Steve Horn and, and his entire team. We've heard that sales are up. We've heard that investors are buying properties. We've also heard there's tax credits for new home, uh, first-time home buyers, as well as tremendous opportunities to pick up homes at ridiculously low prices. So if you're thinking about buying the home, I guess now is certainly the time to do that. There's no sense in waiting. And we've also heard, though, from Steve that there is a process on the short sales, and getting an expert to help you through that prospect of, of dealing with banks and negotiators is obviously in your best interest. So I encourage you definitely uh, give give Steve a give Steve a holler on that. You know, Correct. again we hear it's about this attitude. It's about learning base. It's about going after that and what you seek. And Steve talked a little bit about his history on um, football competitiveness and what he wants in life. And so as we as we wrap up, what is it that you want in your life? You're listening today, wondering. What should I do? Where could I be? And I encourage you to write it down, get it memorialized, and then work each and every day just a little bit towards that goal. Tie it to something a little bit larger and work towards that just a little bit each and every day. If you don't know where you're going, how do you know when you're going to get there? And we hear from some of the most successful folks in life. They have a plan and they have a goal. And they've scheduled time to work those goals and those plans. So whether you're in the real estate market as an agent, you've heard that it's a great time to get in the business. Get on a team. It sounds to me like being learning-based. Uh, get with Keller Williams, obviously, uh, a company that is committed to coaching, training, and consulting, and, and certainly does what it says it's going to do, now being the third largest real estate company in the nation. So being learning-based. If you're in the market to buy, it's a great time to buy. When all the dust is settled, though, what is it that you personally want in your life? And I encourage you each and every day to take one step towards that. And if you do that, you'll wake up, as Steve Horn has done and his team, some 10 years plus, vying for the top 0.1% of realtors here in Arizona. Steve, a big thank you for sharing. Uh, any uh, parting words of wisdom? Do work, never never stop. That's that's my that's our motto on our on our team is just do work and get after it every single every single day. Because I've got I've got you know my wife and three kids and I want to be able to spend spend time with them and be financially free and and do the things that I actually truly truly love. And you can only do that if you if you work at it and surround yourself with the right people. So. Well, again, Those thank are, you, Steve. Give, give us your website again. Uh, shortsalesdoneeasy.com. 
You heard it there. Steve, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. ShortSalesDoneasy.com, guys. Here's the bottom line. If it's to happen, it's truly up to you. No excuses, no victim behavior. Own your circumstances and then just say, now what? Get a plan, work forward, and move to greatness. Let the inner greatness inside of you out. Only you can do that, but you can do that through a clear mission and a clear vision for not only your life, but your family's life. This is Crouchman saying make it truly a wonderful day, week, month, year. Put enough of those together, and you're going to have a fantastic life. Crouchman saying make it truly a great one. It's been a pleasure. Okay,